This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. If you like things spicy... This is the episode for you. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and from WBEZ Chicago, this is Reset. We've got another installment of our series, Lost and Found, where our producers help you find things that you just can't find on your own. We got a message from a listener who adores hot peppers, but was having a problem. Hey, this is Joel at Portage Park. I grow hot peppers, really hot peppers. Trinidad scorpions, Carolina reapers, uh, ghost peppers. The problem is I can only grow so many. But where can you buy these things fresh in the city of Chicago? So we put digital engagement producer Claire Hyman on the case. And she came back with a few of the best markets in the city to buy fresh spicy peppers. Claire, so good to see you again. First off, give us a sense here. How spicy are we talking? Like how spicy is a Carolina reaper? To kind of give you a sense, because this is one of the first things that I wanted to look into to understand for Joel, how hot are we talking about? Right. So there's something called the Scoville scale um, for spice. So a bell pepper is about zero Scoville unit, units. So okay. no spice at all there. Right. Um, a jalapeno would be between 2,000 and 8,000. And then moving up to a Thai chili pepper, that's around 50,000. So you're really starting to sweat. Okay. Um, I and wouldn't it, be doing that. No, okay. not at all. <laughs> and what um, Joel was talking about, ghost peppers and Carolina reapers, those can be a million to two million Scoville units. Oh, my goodness. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. But, Joel, we got you, right? We got you. Um, it sounds like he was looking for some really hot ones. I heard that you reached out to Joel just to kind of hear more about the backstory. They're like, why, dude, why are you so obsessed with spice? (laughs) Let's listen. When I was in high school many years ago, the world's hottest pepper was the Red Sabina Habanero. It held the Guinness Book at that time. And so uh, I don't know how I got started on it. Honestly, I don't remember when I first became interested in it. But I remember growing those peppers and then uh, feeding them to my friends. I like to cook with them. I also like to eat one plain every now and then, although it's it's, it's a bit of an occasion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to say kudos to Joel because when I was in high school, I too saw that there were some wild mm. and wacky things in the Guinness Book of World Records. But yeah. I wasn't compelled to go try them, though. Yeah. Joel <laughs> saw that and he's like, I am going to grow these myself. This is, this is for me. This mm-hmm. is my quest. Uh, where did you start your hot pepper search, though? Yeah. So what I like to do first is just start reaching out to people I know. So, of course, I pooled the you know Chicago public media family to see where were people shopping for them. I got suggestions for a couple markets. And then I just started calling a lot of grocery stores. And they were like... <laughs> Who are you? I would explain. I'm I'm looking for this um, for a story that I'm working on. And I would find a couple, but not really the 
type of like super spicy varieties we're talking about. Those were really hard to find. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So you were hitting some walls, clearly. A little bit. Yeah. Do you know why it was so hard to to find that kind of spice here in a city as big as Chicago? I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. So what I heard from some people at farmers markets and grocery stores was these can be um, a little bit difficult to grow if if the weather isn't just right. They need to be in a really humid, warm environment. Um, They can be kind of fickle. And also not everybody wants this level. That's not. I, no, no. Not they're, they're saying between, you know, 2,000, 10,000 Scoville units like around there. But there's a smaller market for the ghost peppers. So then like so many of us, you went from polling us here at Chicago Public Media to just going to the Internet. Yes. <laughs> I activated my Reddit account and oh, I started you? posting. People were so helpful there. That is actually where I got a lot of really great leads. Also, the re- reset team gave me a lot of um, really good recommendations. And I did. I started just driving to grocery stores and farmers markets and I found a couple pretty good ones. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, give us your list then. I'm curious, where can we find the freshest, spiciest peppers in this city? Yeah. Well, my first recommendation for a really big variety would be the Cermak grocery store, which is on Cermak in Pilsen. Um, they have lots of really great dried chilies, which, you know, I know we're, we're looking for the fresh ones. And they also have a really big selection of those, too. So we have Ladyfingers, Serranos, Poblanos, Anaheim, um, a really big selection. And sometimes they have some of the spicier ones, Scotch bonnets, kind of like yes. in those. So, so, and but, that speaks to me, the Caribbean in me. That's, that's what yes. we know. Is the, that's, that's where we go on the, the Scoville scale. Yeah. <laughs> that's as far as we go. That's where you're comfortable. Yes. Yeah. And Old World Market in Uptown, too, um, has some really a really great dried selection and fresh selection. But my favorite place that I found in terms of kind of the variety they had was at the Green City Market. Um, They have markets in Lincoln Park and Uptown. And there was this one um, stand called Nichols Farm, and they had the ghost peppers. They had um, these things called cherry bonds. They had Melrose, which are sweet, Serrano, so a really big variety. And sometimes they carry Carolina Reapers and even sell the Carolina ah. Reaper plant. So that's an option too. So you hit the jackpot at that particular moment. I was really happy because I was striking out for a while. So <laughs> yeah, I you was were looking really pretty happy. stressed last week. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Not going to lie. Yeah. Were you the, the weirdo in the grocery store with your big notebook? Like, I did. <laughs> making notes? <laughs> I brought in my notebook and I would go and just survey peppers and like ask I was like are these the spiciest you have and they're like yeah yeah right now I was like all right and just drive well, away to, and not buy anything I'm here to tell you that they were talking amongst themselves behind your back <laughs> yeah. saying like did that lady ask you about peppers yeah, yeah me too so what if we want to be like Joel Claire and we want to actually grow our own yeah so one recommendation I got um from a couple of people on reddit shout out to you guys if you're listening <laughs> um there's this place in Niles Illinois called the Mankey Garden Center Um, They have a really big variety of seeds and also um, partially grown plants. So we're coming up on the time when most people are harvesting, like you said at the beginning, their peppers. Right. Um, But if you're interested in growing them, you can get started with that in a couple months in like March or April, and then they'll grow throughout the summer. Well, this was delightful, Claire. That is Reset Digital Engagement producer Claire Hyman. Thank you so much for stopping by. I learned a lot. Yeah. I'll never eat them, but thanks. I'll, I'll bring some to the <laughs> office. We'll see. Yeah. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about where to get the spiciest, and we mean the absolute spiciest, hot peppers in town. It's the latest in our Lost and Found series, where you ask the Reset team for help with something in Chicago that you're looking for, but you just 
can't seem to find. Now, today we help one listener who asked where to find the spiciest hot peppers. We're actually in a pivot now to another hot pepper enthusiast. Joining us is Sebastian White, who's a private chef and founder of the Evolved Network. Hey, Sebastian. Welcome to Reset. Hi, how are you all doing? Doing great. I've got a very important question to start off. Are you like our listener, Joel? You you absolutely love spicy peppers? I do like spicy peppers, but I've learned over time you have to calm them down for people and even for myself sometimes. So um, I've learned a couple of tricks on how to cool them down a bit and make yeah. it palatable for everybody. So I'm curious, as someone who does not eat spice, what is it for you? What what does it do for you? Is it is it really adding that much flavor to the meal? It does, in my personal opinion. I think if you plan it correctly and scope it out, it messes with it can play um, in a beautiful way with all of your senses um, by adding spice. It's just a different element that changes your bite. I love and the so way you've worded that. Yeah. Well, so what kinds do you grow, Sebastian? So I grow a lot um, habaneros. I grow poblanos, serranos, jalapenos, um, Anaheim chilies, uh, Fresno chilies. And I have these two, I believe they're Asian um, peppers. They grow, it's like a, uh, it's almost like a Thai chili, except it's black and one's purple. Ooh. It's really pretty. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, they're pretty... Um, they have this interesting flavor. Um, they definitely have the heat, but it's like this just freshness. Yeah. That they add to a dish. And also, I'm also thinking about colors um, when I'm plating and freshness. And they always add that type of element. You're definitely giving me that visual, talking about just the beauty of, of the peppers, for sure. So I'm curious what dishes you cook them with. Oh, man. All types of things. I try to incorporate peppers in a lot of different places. Um <sighs> So uh, I did a dish the other day um, for an event that I did with an organization called Growing Home. Okay. And it was a bloom cortilla taco. And I made, it's actually a dry chili. So I use a marita chili that comes from the, jalap- from the jalapeno when you dry it and you, um, and, and you smoke it. And it has this really smoky, beautiful heat. And I made a sauce with that and black garlic and some olive oil. And it always turns out amazing. Mm. I also used a habanero um, and a crema. So I got some some Mexican crema, and I added a habanero and some lime juice. The lime juice, the acid, also helps cut the heat a little bit. Okay. But you get this little burn with the crema. But when you see what I'm talking about with balancing things. Yes. When you eat something spicy, you always get like a dairy or milk or something like that. The crema helps. Yes, I've always heard that. Up. Yeah, so so then it is it is true. That glass of milk on the side really does <laughs> really it, does help. It, it helps. It yes. helps. You, you said earlier, Sebastian, you know, I've— I love this, but I've learned I've got to calm it down for other people. What does that process look like? Um, For me, it's understanding where people's levels are and tasting all you eat, obviously, but also understanding what elements you have on the plate that are adding sweetness that are that can melt on the plate. Um, and there are different ingredients that do that, for sure. Yeah. Um, creams, cheeses, um, uh, yeah. things with sweet honey, agave, stuff like that that you can add, wines. They all can play a part in onions. They can add. A, they play a part in sweetening a dish, so it becomes more of a balance. You're not just tasting heat. Where do you shop for your spicy peppers? Where do I shop? Besides, well, besides what I grow, um, Whole Foods, Mariano's. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so the basics. The basics. Um, I definitely go and spend some time at the markets. Green City is one. Actually, um, I'm actually partnering and doing some stuff with them um, next month. So I'm really excited. But yeah, Green City Market's a great place to go. 
Um, check out a lot of different products, but they have peppers as well. Yeah. Do you have any tips for how to store them? How to store them? Yes. Um, they like dark, cold places. Dark, cold places. Yeah, well, that, that's nice and easy. And yeah, for so just put it in your refrigerator, like just leave them there. Um, you can also freeze them. That's another yeah. option, like because I know that's what I do too. Plants. Yeah, because uh, we plant, and there's no way I can use all these peppers. I just, I just heard this fact that if you plant two pepper plants, they can provide peppers for like a block of people, which is crazy. I never thought oh, of cool. it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be overdoing it. So I'm going to just freeze some and then I can use them for sauces or other types of sauces that I make later on. Nice. Well, we'll leave us with this. For someone who might be spice averse, right, where do you recommend that they start to add some peppers to their cuisine? Like what's a, a good beginning way to sort of introduce that extra kick and that extra flavor? Here's what you can do. There's a couple of things that come to mind. One is let it just be a flavor. So like if you're using a creating a cream sauce. Put your pepper in there with the cream uh, with some heat and let it just sit and infuse into your cream and then remove the pepper. And then you have a little bit of the heat from the pepper into mm. your cream that you can add to tomato sauces, whatever. There's plenty of different things that you could add to it. That's a great um, idea. I, you can start there. Um, the other thing you do is just look, think about the type of pepper that you're trying to use um, <laughs> where you, when, and where you are and then what you're balancing it with. Yeah. So yeah. Mix it. The other, is, key, yeah, the other key thought that you can do is, you know, most of the heat from peppers come from their seeds in the ribs. So if you remove the seeds and the ribs, you're yeah. just going to get more of the peppery flavor. This episode of Reset was produced by Claire Hyman, and it was edited by Andrew Merriweather. Do you have something that you've been trying to find without any luck? Leave us a voicemail. and We just may be able to help you out. You can leave us a message at 888-915-9945. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.